everybody. So we are here, the Hallmarkies podcast, and this is a special uh, edition of the podcast where we are recapping and talking about our favorite moments of Countdown for, Down to Christmas. Uh, it's 33 films. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, can you believe we survived? Um, we barely survived. <laughs> I, I mean, when I couldn't even do Royals New Year because I was like, I can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> Well, we have a special guest here, Malls, one of our Twitter friends uh, here, uh, one of the fans of our, our podcast here. Uh, she is part of Couple Things Podcast, and you want to introduce yourself, Malls? Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, like you guys said, I am from Couple Things Podcast, so four of us get together every week and discuss different topics barroom style. Um, but no, thank you guys for having me on. I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and uh, I enjoyed listening to your recaps every week as a fellow Hallmark fan. Yeah, well, you were one of our first su supporters way back in August, from the very beginning. <laughs> uh, I found you guys, and I was like, oh, everyone just needs to listen. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And uh, how long have you been a Hallmark fan? Um, I would say at least the past three years. Um, okay. I would say it started in my late 20s for me, and now I'm hooked. Yeah. <laughs> get, That's when they get you. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're vulnerable. You're going to hit 30. Come to us. Yeah. I know. I'm at my, like, sappy prime where I go to bed at 930 every night, and I just want to watch a little romance chick flick, so. Yeah. What do you, so what's the appeal of Hallmark for you? Uh, I have to say I'm a hopeless romantic, and I like the fact that they always end up together in the end, even if yeah. my husband always says with 10 minutes to go, I don't know, are they going to end up together? And I'm like, I don't know. We need to watch and find out. <laughs> but I just, I love it. And I've kind of fell in love with a few favorites, like Ariel Kebble was probably the first person that got me hooked to the Hallmark movies. I really liked her and Andrew Walker. Yeah, um, and then so from great. there, I, they're so good. And then it just snowballed. Now I just want to watch all of them. <laughs> Yeah, that's like me and um, Trading Christmas was one of, and Love's Come Softly was sort of my gateway drug in the Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> gateway drug, I'm storing that and using that later. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, have you always been a fan, Amber, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like saying Sarah Plain and Tall was my gateway drug really counts, because that's like, that would be, I like basically have fetal alcohol syndrome for <laughs> watching Hallmark movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get started on our list, I wanted to talk about a few of, we put out a request for people to send in their top five lists of this season. Like I said, 33 movies where we watched a Hallmark channel and Hallmark movies and mysteries. And uh, so I just thought I'd go over a few of our responses from Twitter and, uh, so one of the most exciting ones for me was we got uh, Alonzo Duralde, who's actual legit film critic, like he's published film critic. And uh, he's on What the Flick on YouTube. And he sent us his, he has a great book on Christmas movies too. Uh, I think it's um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas Movie, I think is the name of the book. Anyway, so it was really cool that he responded to ours. And he said his favorites were... Uh, he said number five, Miss Christmas, number four, The Christmas Train, number three, Mistletoe Inn, number two, Christmas Cottage, and number one, A Gift to Remember. And he, but then he also said, my fave of the season was Bramble House Christmas. So I guess because he, that was on the other channel 
Mm. So there you go. That's his favorite. And then Brian R. R. I'm not sure. Brian Fett. Yeah. yeah. So he's a friend of ours, and he his favorites were uh, number one, Christmas in Angel Falls. Number two, The Mistletoe Inn. Number three, Christmas in Evergreen. Number four, Gift to Remember. Number five, Rocky Mountain Christmas. And he has a three-way tie for number five. Rocky Mountain Christmas, uh, Maggie's Christmas Miracle, and Miss Christmas. That's just cheating. <laughs> That's like a top eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Laura Ann Marie, she sent in hers were Gift to Remember at number one. Number two, The Christmas Train. Number three, Christmas Cottage. Number four, Miss Christmas. And number five, With Love Christmas. And then the Hallmark hubby, he said, after much thought and analysis and hours of film study, <laughs> I present you my top five. Five, Marry Me at Christmas. Four, With Love Christmas. Three, Christmas in Evergreen. Two, Christmas in Angel Falls. And number one, Maggie's Christmas Miracle. Tabulated, that's just a, a sampling of the answers that we got. Uh, and I tabulated everybody's answers. And I gave, if you had it at number one, you got five points. Number two, four points, blah, blah, blah. And so it was like a weighted thing. And so the ranking amongst everybody that responded is, uh, was um, Miss Christmas had a almost double the points of any other movie. <laughs> so it was the clear favorite of any <laughs> of the things. Uh, so, and then I, we had at number two was Missile, uh, was a gift to remember. Number three was Mistletoe Inn. Uh, number four was Christmas at Angel Falls. And then there was a tie for Engaging Father Christmas and Coming Home for Christmas in the fifth place. Okay. So, there you go. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah, I can live with that. <laughs> so, as long right. as one calls the heart Christmas and Mr. Perfect Christmas gift isn't in there, then I'm fine. Yeah. The, the, there was one vote for uh, Perfect Christmas. The Mr. Perfect Christmas present, whatever yeah, that one, one was. <laughs> they are, they're excluded. They're the Russian judge trying to sabotage the poll. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there was... A, there was three people who voted for Snowed In on Lifetime. <laughs> we had a protest. I mean, to be fair. Um, that, that movie was great. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it was. really. It great. easily wins the best one off network. Uh, yes. Wait, I forgot about Snowman's. It's yeah. tied with Snowman's for the best one. <laughs> what? It has, it has Haley from One Tree Hill. Come on. I know. And did you watch the director's cut, Malls? I, I did not. Okay, it's basically 12 minutes of epilogue. <laughs> it's amazing. Come true. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. It, it changed laugh. my life. I was like, ah, every movie should just have an extra 15 minutes. That's a tiny sequel. I love the idea of Christmas movies having director's cuts. <laughs> I said on Twitter, I'm like, what did Zack Snyder make these movies? Like, it's just hilarious to me. Uh, but yeah, it was just basically an epilogue. Which is your don't, favorite? Don't just say just basically an epilogue. <laughs> it was it was an epilogue. <laughs> All right, so we'll just go through starting with ten. We each give our pick, and maybe just explain in a few uh, why we picked it. And uh, and there you go. So I'll start. So number ten for me uh, is Christmas in the Air. 
I thought the dialogue was pretty good. I liked both these people a lot. I wanted to see them happy. I, you know, that's a big thing in a, in a romantic comedy to me is the characters are likable and uh, <laughs> they're not too shrill or annoying to me. And I liked the kids and I thought it was cute. So it ended up number 10. And you love Catherine Bell. I do. I love <laughs> Catherine Bell. <laughs> I think she's great. I've liked her ever since Jag way back in the day. So yeah. uh, that one did not make my list in any capacity. So <laughs> right. uh, me either. <laughs> yeah. Mal I think Malls and I are going to have pretty similar lists. <laughs> well, it's good. I can throw in some, uh, some, some spice into the <laughs> difference. You're the French judge. Yeah. <laughs> Malls and I go. are like Canada and the United States. Exactly. <laughs> the exact same. So we what's your, everybody. yeah. What's your 10 Amber? Want to go next? Um, my number 10 is The Sweetest Christmas, hmm. which choice. shocked me, but was like when I got down to 9 and 10, I was like, mm, yeah, actually this. Um, but, you know, you can't really beat Elsie. She's the best. <laughs> and it was technically like an Elsie squared because it also had Lee Coco. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I really, I, I, in retrospect, it was very nice. So you know, that's the one. There you go. All right. You like the side characters in that a lot. I did. <laughs> yeah. And it had the god godfather, godmother of gingerbread, so. Yeah. <laughs> and my best joke of the whole season that nobody liked, but it's still, it's still a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about your 10, Malls? Okay, so first of all, spoiler alert, but Mistletoe N did not make my top 10, so I just want to get that out in the air right now. Don't not, worry, it didn't make mine either. I, I'm not a big Alicia Witt fan. I hate to say it, but I'm just not. So my number 10 is coming in at Christmas Homecoming because I love Julie Benz. Yeah. I loved her from her days on Dexter, and I just thought it was a great movie, raw emotion, and I just thought the acting was actually like pretty decent in that one. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's higher up on my list. So, you know, I also don't have mistletoe in my top 10. <laughs> Sorry, Alicia. <laughs> uh i it was really close but you know how i feel about the way they treated you know craig craig <laughs> i didn't i was afraid to bring it up honestly <laughs> <laughs> it was it was honestly mathematically in the ninth spot but i was like mm -mm, no you don't get they to did, be in the top 10 after the way you treated craig they did craig wrong they really did <laughs> So I rewatched it and just this week, I rewatched as many of these as I could this weekend. And because uh, um, my family's all out of town, I have no life. And so I watched all these and, and it had such good heart. I mean, when she's, I just thought how she's dealing with trying to give away those clothes. Oh my gosh, I died. Oh, I know that scene alone when they're oh. in the closet. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to tear up. <laughs> I did. I was gone. Uh, all right. Well, so number nine. I have Coming Home for Christmas, the one with Danica Keller, McKellar and Neil Bledsoe by our favorite Nina. And, <laughs> and I really liked this year how I feel like a sort of a, I don't know if it was on purpose or just by accident, I feel like there was an attempt to bring back classic themes from classic movies. Uh, you had sort of a You've Got Mail, you had a Sabrina, you had a While You Were Sleeping, you had you know some of these, these movies, you have Preacher's Wife, uh, and I like that. I think that's cool. 
And so this was definitely sort of a Sabrina feel to it. And um, I like Andrew Francis is in it. So I like that. What? And- you like Andrew Francis? <laughs> <laughs> he's so handsome in this movie. I think he's... <laughs> and I thought the Obloxo was good. And I thought it was just a charming, pleasant Christmas movie. Yeah. So It's a... Uh... Higher on my list somewhere, right. so I'm not going to begrudge it. That one came in at number 11 for me. It was right oh. on the right at the end. A tough cut. <laughs> I just tell you, my my 11 is Maggie's Miracle. <gasps> what? Yeah. That didn't make your top 10? No, it did not. Rachel. <laughs> I know, shocking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Amber, what's your number nine? Oh, my number nine. Uh, maybe it's shocking to you but shouldn't be is christmas festival of ice Uh um and it really was on the strength of how much i loved the subplot that nobody else even knows exists (laughs) which is just the inside characters quietly falling in love and the mayor being amazing i just really enjoyed it so it gets to be number nine despite the characters being stupid which is (laughs) clarion call uh okay cool yeah taylor cole with the win taylor cole she got one yeah look at that we're gonna see her again in winterfest so there you go (laughs) what's uh your number nine all right number nine i've got christmas and evergreen i i love ashley williams um i think there's a common theme in these movies for me that i tend to like the leading actress or actor Um, Because I loved her when she was back on um, How I Met Your Mother. And I just loved the kind of the different aspect of like the random like globe and wishing for a better Christmas. And like I really digged her old school Ford truck. Like I kind of wish I had one. It was pretty (laughs) baller. Oh, it was so, that was a a great truck. Yeah. They should probably put it in every Hallmark movie. I was like, why have we not seen this before in Hallmark movies? (laughs) Uh, Ambiance. Yeah, I just, I really liked it, and I liked the side character. Um, I think her name was, like, Holly Pete in real life, so yeah. Yeah, also, like you, I kind of like side characters, and she was a good one for me. So, yeah, I, I think it's definitely number nine for me. So, number eight. Number eight, out for me, um, was With Love Christmas. And I have to admit that this one sunk a little bit in my rankings uh, on the rewatch. Uh, it had... It does have a lot of technical problems, uh, which I was, I was just so swept away by it on the first watch. But the second watch, um, it, it, it's, it is pretty bad. Uh, and um, uh, both the ice skating scene and the, the digital snow in that movie is so terrible that <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. But I really did like the You've Got Mail sort of homage to it. I liked the scenes where they were, where they were emailing each other and talking about life and, and deep thoughts and whatever. And I liked both of the leads were really good. And, uh, and he's very handsome. Oh, he's and so handsome. I love me a workplace comedy is my favorite. And Moss, do, you, do you think he's handsome? I'm not sure what your brand of handsome is. I think that he is so good looking. Okay. <laughs> good. Excellent. Yeah. Are you with me that if they ever remake Dirty Dancing again, that he should be Johnny Castle? I could not agree more. I think he would play the role. <laughs> okay, great. So we're we're good. Yeah. We, got, we we agree. That's I just that's an, It's basically a litmus test to know if we can be best friends for life. 
Uh, Wait, you passed with flying colors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's certainly better than whoever they got in the the actual remake. (laughs) We don't talk about that. (laughs) That's not a thing. You know, but you do, you, Rachel, you know how much I loved Neil. I know, I know. I should, in the remake. That, that should have been the first sign of your uh, your methodology. <laughs> you love Neil. <laughs> should have been my first clue. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, so what what is uh, your your number eight, Amber? Um, my number eight is Maggie's Christmas Miracle. Mm. Um, it was just really cute. I really loved it, mm-hmm. and it had like magic but not magic magic, not like Santa magic. It had like Jesus magic, which is very rare. <laughs> so you got to use it. Yeah. Um, but also um, it was, that kid was so cute. I loved oh, the kid. It was adorable. You know how I feel about the KC thing. But other than that, it was really, it was really wonderful. I loved it. I love the date scene in that movie. That's one of my favorites of the year. I, you know, and she's like, he's like, uh, what'd you do on Friday? It's like, I'm going on a date. Oh, really? Yeah. With a tutor slash cafe owner. Slash my 14 year old boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It was really <laughs> cute. I love that. It's uh, a good pick. What about you, Moms? What's your number eight? Uh, coming in at number eight, I have magical Christmas ornaments. Mm. Oh. Jessica Lowndes, and I think his name is Brendan Penny. Yeah. So yes. I don't know if you guys remember him from Tis the Season, like two years ago. I think it was like a 2015 mm-hmm. Christmas movie. Yeah, Rachel I, Rachel has issues with it, but I like it. I it's a Nina. Movie. <laughs> you like you love or lot. don't like it? I liked it a lot, so I was okay. excited to see Brendan Penny in something else. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Jessica Lowndes because she was in December Bride from last year, which I kind of liked that movie too. Um, mm-hmm. So it was nice to see them together. I felt like they had pretty good chemistry. And I'm a sucker for anything hospital related coming from obviously my profession. So the scenes mm-hmm. in the hospital with the kids was just so cute for me. Yeah. I just, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the movie was just fine for me, but you were right. The, the scenes with the kids in the hospital, they, they kept it uh higher up in the ranking than it would have been without them. I'm going to say they, uh, they really lifted the movie for me. If you like uh, Brendan Penny, you should watch Dash of Love. Yes, that was this I've year. seen that. That oh. one was really good. <laughs> it was so, it's one of my favorites of the whole year. I love it. Because uh, <laughs> that's Jen Lilly also, who's perfect. And, uh, but yeah, this was better. Magical Christmas Ornaments was better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it it was, uh, I like the fact that she wasn't like a total Grinch. Like she still was a nice person. She just wasn't super into Christmas. Right. Like that's what not- I didn't even know was possible. So number seven for me is a gift to remember. This is our amnesia uh, movie with the handsome Peter Porte. And yeah, this is just completely charming. And I didn't have any major problems with it. It just ended up at number seven. Hmm. I like them together. I like, <laughs> uh, I liked, I really liked the, I think his name was Tina Lifford, uh, was her um, landlord, I think. And I really liked her. She was really good. And I would like them to use her again. She was, I liked her a lot. And they had good chemistry and I liked them again, two, two people that I wanted to see happy and that I enjoyed spending time with. So here you go. Get to remember. Yep. 
it's a it's a good one. We'll we'll see how high it goes on my ranking. Yeah. Yes. Spoiler alert, it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amber, okay, what's your so, seven? Oh, my number seven, sorry. My number seven is Bramble House Christmas. Ah, adorable. Um, which is just really great. I don't even know what to say. I love Autumn Reaser. Um she's the best. I love her. Everything she does is perfection. Hashtag watch the OC. (laughs) (laughs) That one would have been higher for me if I didn't find the Lyra reveal whole ending, I don't know, kind of groany, grown worthy, but it was cute. Yeah, she, she did, she, everyone agrees she overreacted. Yeah. Definitely overreacted. What's your number seven? All right, guys, you might want to plug your ears because you're not going <laughs> to like my number six or my number seven. All oh, right. No. Bring it on. <laughs> Is One Calls the Heart Christmas Wishing Tree. Okay. What? Coming in at number seven. Okay. Hearties unite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to admit this only here on your podcast and not on my podcast, but I may just love One Calls the Heart. I can't help it. I'm a major sap. I watch it all the time. And I just thought this was their best Christmas episode yet. I liked the idea of the tree. Better than the Santa with the wagon? (gasps) What? Yes. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I I liked it. And I know like on your show that you said you weren't really digging the whole Elizabeth and Jack PDA, but I was kind of digging it because I think there's a lot of like pent up sexual aggression going on there. And they just let it fly. So that's number seven. I'm sticking to it. You can't change my mind. I'm not, I'm not going to try to change your mind. But there was a lot of talk about the, their relationship that was left on the cutting room floor that we can talk about later. Where I have this whole theory and it, you don't want to know. Um, this is true. I've got a whole lot. I was in the editing machine. Yeah. But Malls, no you idea. have to admit. You have to admit. Her wigs are atrocious in that movie. Okay, they're they're not the they're not the best. I, I was saying to Ben, I was like, did she dye her hair? Like, what is going on? <laughs> they're not the best. They picked them up on like discount from a Halloween store. <laughs> no, I mean I get it when you when you uh, when you're really into a series, you're able to enjoy and yeah, I get it. I so, did. I, I, Aaron Krakow to me is just awesome. I can't help myself. So. Oh no! I feel like I have a premonition for number six. Yes. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert! I think we all know what my number six is. Oh dear! All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Hardies represent. This is good. Uh, the the the. We'll be glad. Uh, so all right. So number six for me is Christmas Next Door. I really thought that this was charming. I liked both of them. I thought it was really cute. I loved the ending so much. I thought it was really romantic. And I liked the caroling was my favorite. (laughs) It was really great. You can tell it was filmed in the cold and everything had atmosphere and it was very Christmassy. I liked the uh, (laughs) ridiculous scheming mother I thought was funny. I, I liked her sister. I thought that they felt like actual family to me. And uh, yeah, it's just one I can imagine watching every year that I really loved. I, I just have to say, if we're talking about bad wigs, what was up with Jesse Metcalf's hair? It was all like <laughs> slicked back and combed. Like, what were they doing? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I said on Twitter, 
Also, <laughs> what was him with, he was wearing, I felt like the whole time, a flesh-colored sweater. So, like, <laughs> if you just kind of glanced, it kind of looked like he was topless <laughs> with, like, a scarf on. I just, it was too much for and me. I light-colored jeans that did not even look attractive. I'm like, this is a very attractive human being that you guys are making look very bad. They were trying to make him look, like, nerdy, which was not working that well. Uh, but uh, Were they yeah, trying I- to make him look nerdy or, like, so cool? I was thinking so cool, and he was not pulling it off. Yeah, yeah I said on Twitter I, that I said 1988 called. They want their business their, their, their businessman back. So yeah. it's true. I still liked it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, I thought they had good chemistry, and I thought that it was just a fun romantic comedy. And I liked her a lot, especially. It was really good. All right. So I'm a, you're allowed to have different opinions than me. It's okay. <laughs> I stand by my pick. <laughs> I'm not trying to pull you, Rich. Stop, stop, stop acting like I am. The people on the internet think that you're probably like some battered woman. And like after the <laughs> podcast, I drive to your house and like yell at you for your picks. I don't. I'm not hey now, mean like hey that. Hey now, I am your mediator for the night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. So let's, uh, let's, Amber, let's hear your six. Okay, my number six is Christmas in Angel Falls, which I really liked. And you're like, oh, it's number six. It should be higher, Rachel. I know you're thinking that, but I it didn't grab me as much as it grabbed you. But it's still number six. Yeah. See how much it grabbed me? Six. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) It's a good one. And yeah. she's amazing. Rachel Boston for mm-hmm. she Rachel Boston an, for Valentine's Day movies. She might be an actual angel. Like she's <laughs> all right. So bring it on. What's your number six? <laughs> all right, guys. Number six, and I hate to even say it to you, but I'm going to because it was awesome. Stick and to gave your roots. Christmas. All right. What uh, did you like about it? I again, I love Aaron Krakow. I know you guys hated the story and you didn't like it at all, but I loved it. I loved the first one. And I don't know, like there's just something about her, no matter how bad the story is, she like makes it fun to watch, which is a great uh-huh. characteristic. So yeah. I'm all in number six. It actually was almost higher. And then I was like, no, Rachel and Amber are going to judge me. I moved it down. <laughs> I mean, sure. We'll judge you, but despite what Rachel makes people think, I'm not going to actually yell at you. <laughs> Well, I mean, we only have so many guest moths, so we can't, we can't alienate the ones that we have. <laughs> but no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I was glad to get some closure because I watched the first one back in July. So it was nice to like see the second part. So I was, yeah. I was a happy camper. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. How many books are there, Rachel? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh. I, I did like the proposal in that. That was pretty epic. That was the one part I liked. Now, I did agree with you guys when you talked about it a few weeks back. I don't think that she should have just run away and run away from her problems. That was pretty silly. But I did like the whole, like, journalism aspect and kind of, like, turning the table a little bit. I did like that, so. Mm. Well, and it does have Andrew Francis in it, so that's good. Mm Mm-hmm. I know how you guys feel about Andrew (laughs) Francis. 
I mean, I I'm, I I like Andrew Francis, but Rachel loves Andrew Francis. <laughs> and it's true. Our, I think our varying lists just show there's something for everyone under the Hallmark. I mean, they make 33, they made 33 Christmas movies, so it's going to be something for everyone. Uh, so, all right. So number five for me is the aforementioned Christmas Homecoming. I watched it again, and I just, I thought it was really emotionally true. And I, I felt like I, that Julie Benz was very good. And I liked uh, her and the guy's chemistry. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, and... I love the ending was so good. He comes back, he proposes. That was so good. And I just, I thought it had real heart and I liked it. And yeah. I'm cold and unfeeling. So I didn't even remember that Craig was in the movie. I know <laughs> you guys and your hatred of Craig. Some characters, I just feel like, I guess just they're, they're in there for a specific purpose and I don't need anything more from them. And then they're done. And I'm, I'm fine. What with that. was his purpose? His purpose was, I think his purpose was to, to help provide money for the auction <laughs> and to be yeah. like, yeah, basically. Remember, remember when Craig That's is like all prepared to him. buy the thing for her, like just like the same other guy and everyone's yeah. like, Craig, buying the motorcycle. <laughs> and then the other guy does it and they're like, oh, he did it. He bought it. And I was like, Craig did the same thing. <laughs> like I didn't hate Craig. I just thought he was, I just forgot about him. How dare you? That's I know. worse. Shocking. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Number five, Christmas Homecoming. All right, All Amber. Right. What's your number okay. five? Now, my number five is Christmas at Holly Lodge, mm-hmm. um, which I loved. And if you want to pretend like Craig moved and changed his name, you can <laughs> act like Craig got his, his due diligence in Christmas at Holly Lodge. Yeah. I like that um, too. It's just fun. It was really yeah. great. I love Allison Sweeney. Miles has no opinion on it. She hates Allison Sweeney. Allison Sweeney is pretty great. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good choice. That's a good yeah. number five. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm good at picking things. I have great opinions. <laughs> Jordan Bridges, I thought was so good in that. Yeah. They should use him more. This movie, this this movie had everything: fun side characters, mm-hmm. fun main characters. Yeah, and it was um, funny. Remember, remember, it made me cry, happy <laughs> cry. It's so they nailed it. They nailed it. I like when she was banging on the pipes. That was funny. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. I did like that movie. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Miles, what's your number five? Number five, I have the Christmas train. So we obviously know that was kind of their, you know, big movie of the year. Um, yes. So I have like this crush on Dermot Maroney. Like I just, I, I, he is the most attractive older man to me. I can't help myself. <laughs> I just love him probably because of my best friend's wedding, which is my all time favorite yeah. movie. Um, That's a good one. But I loved the chemistry. I liked the mystery on the train with who was taking things and kind of like Joan Cusack's like, weirdly like fun character i don't know i'm a big joan cusack fan as well um just love the story kimberly williams paisley i thought did an amazing job and i really liked the ending like i was excited like i i almost at one point did honestly think okay maybe they won't get together but then yet again here comes hallmark and they get back together so 
it was a feel good for me, great cast, and I thought it was a really good one. So did the twist not bother you at all? No, no. Did it bother you? It did. Yeah. It didn't bother Amber though. So Well, yeah, Rachel's Amber, so I guess. Yeah. See, I told Moss and I have the same thoughts on those things. <laughs> we agree. <laughs> 40% of the time, 85% of the time. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. It bothered me. I felt like the characters were getting tricked into falling in love and that annoyed me. Um, and I knew it was coming cause I'd read the book, but, but I, I, I liked it all the way up until then. Sometimes Rachel, you need a little push and they needed a little push. Yeah. Fair enough. Hey, so number four for me is Rocky mountain Christmas. I really liked this. I liked both the leads. I thought it was really charming. I really liked Treat Williams in it. I loved his speech about him, uh, in his ticket, and that he, uh, you know, decided to stay uh, and not use his ticket, and he carried that with him uh, to remind him of taking those opportunities, not letting life pass you by. I thought it was really sweet. I loved the ending. I loved the parade in the rain. It was really good, I thought, and I liked he had like set up all those twinkle light trees for her and very romantic at the end and i loved her brother her brother was so, was so handsome in my opinion so hunky was he your handsomest and man of the season aside from andrew francis obviously i, I do love paul green paul green is pretty handsome but yeah so it'd be a definitely between. the most handsome new to you guy yes for sure and yeah i thought he was super handsome and i liked the fact that the the other woman wasn't all catty and and ridiculous like she was pretty cool and yeah i just really liked it solid i mean i don't agree but <laughs> solid reasons. <laughs> i have to say i'm also uh with amber i don't necessarily agree but i like that you like it <laughs> And I do love Lindy Booth. Yeah. So. There you go. Yay, Lindy Booth. <laughs> uh, Treat Williams used to be on another good show growing up. Uh, I forget, like. Ever Everwood? Everwood, yeah. So I really liked that he was yeah. in it. <laughs> you know, Everwood was filmed in Utah, right? And they filmed uh, at my high school once. Are you kidding? <laughs> nope. True story. <laughs> That's awesome. I saw Chris Pratt across a field. <gasps> Lucky you. <laughs> I know, but that was before he was like Chris Pratt. That's when he was just the older brother on I Everwood. Mean, yeah, he was just Chris. You know. Four. My number four is Coming Home for Christmas. Hmm, nice. Um, I really liked it. Uh, as you know, Andrew Francis is a dream. And I just liked it. They took care of all of their characters. Like, not everyone necessarily had like a happy ending, but like, they didn't just write them off and say like, bye. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I really liked it. And I think Danica McKellar is, um, very enjoyable. Yeah. I think she's the best when she's like being very like sweet and sincere, you mm -hmm. know, like when she's just about to cry. I don't know. She pulls that off I think, very well. Yeah. So it's a good one. Number good four. One. All right. Uh, what's your number four, Moss? Number four, I have Maggie's Christmas Miracle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I really like Joe Wagner, um, and Luke McFarlane is a really good-looking guy, and I thought their chemistry was very good, um, and the little boy in this movie, um, he was adorable. Like, I really liked her son, and I just thought it was great. The acting was good, the romance was good, the chemistry was good. 
I just thought it was an all around great movie. So I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that out of Joe Wagner this year. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Um, also, you have, you agree that the glasses the kid was wearing are the best glasses anyone's ever had, were right? They? Like they were <sighs> so cute. Yeah. I oh, forget about it. He stole uh, the show, not even she, just because of his glasses. And she was such a trooper looking at that snow globe for, like, in awe and wonder for, like, oh. three minutes. It was so great. <laughs> uh, I just, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie, great ending. And I liked the whole, um, I felt like it was kind of relatable because you're kind of always in, you know, in love with your first love. So I really, like, kind of enjoyed that aspect of the movie and that it came back around. Yeah. Chase Busseth, I'm coming for you. Just kidding, I'm not. You're happily married and you're having a baby, but. <laughs> all right, good pick. Okay, for me, I rewatched all three of my top three over just to make sure, and they're very close. I give them all the same score. Uh, it's tough, but um, I give them all perfect scores, all three. My number three is Miss Christmas, and I love it. I, it, it's like this is basically a three-way tie. Um, I thought that Brooke Dorsey was just magical. She was so great. I loved, uh, I loved her friends at work, her boss. They were like, they weren't ice queens. Like a lot of these movies, they were like normal, nice people that were excited and reasonable. And I thought that she had great chemistry with Mark Lucas. And I thought that he just had such heart, you know, and when she says, I don't want to be Miss Christmas anymore. I just about died. And uh, I liked the ending. I just thought it was great. It was really, really sweet. So, spoiler alert, that's also my number three. Because ah. Mark, Mark just blew that role out of the water. Like, yeah. when he was talking about his mom and the tree, and just, like, I teared up, and he was tearing up, and I just thought the story was great. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Uh I can't tell you where it is on mine because that'd be a spoiler, but it's not number three. Otherwise, I'd just go for it and be like, everyone got it for three. So, uh, but it's not for me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's another one, but it was, it was amazing. Yeah. And it just, uh, he was just kind of, he wasn't a typical, I feel like, Hallmark leading man. He was just a little more sort of shy and sweet and uh, just great. I also appreciated all the ugly Christmas sweaters because I feel like they all really nailed it. Like, mm-hmm. I really, I thought they looked good and it was kind of different and it was just a great movie. Yeah, yeah it's so good. You guys, Hallmark did a great job. I was going to ask you, uh, do you think, I know you weren't that high on the movies last year. So do you think this year was an improvement or about the same? Um, I think it had more higher highs and I think the lows were about the same. So on average, I'd say this year's higher. Okay, cool. I didn't watch, I wasn't a dedicated Hallmarkie last year, so I didn't watch that many of last year's, but the ones I have seen, I, I think I agree with you, weren't, weren't as good as this year. Uh, yeah. So there wasn't, okay. there weren't really any standout stars for me last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some that were like pretty good, but I don't think anything even cracked the top 10 last year. Yeah. Like you had Love Always Santa. That was the only one. Wasn't that from last oh, year? I forgot about Love Always Santa. Love Always Santa is so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us now your th- number three, Amber. My number three is Home for Christmas Day, mm-hmm. which kind of is cheating because it's technically Christmas in July. 
But had a winter premiere. So. It was, yeah, and it was a 2017 Christmas. I wasn't sure if that was allowed or not, but I was like, I love it so much, I don't care. <laughs> um, and it was so good, and it introduced me to my one true love, Anthony Konechny, <laughs> and uh, it was really, really good. I could, I mean, like, I didn't love the parent storyline as much as you did, because you're hashtag Team Catherine Bell, but um, the rest of it just really got me, and I, they got me. I was really thinking that, you know. Oh, I thought he was dead for sure. Like, for sure! Yeah, I did too. When he walked through the door, I was like, oh, what? A Hallmark actually surprised me. Because <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, it's, you know, it was a movies and mystery, so they kill people off sometimes in those (laughs) and they they did it like with a half an hour in so that if it was 10 minutes in you would have known he was fine but a half an hour and she was starting to like come to terms with it and you're like oh and no they oh they got me a little bit I was almost I was so mad at you remember Rachel yeah. I was I was like, Rachel, you made me watch this one and it's sad. Yeah, the text was not pretty. <laughs> I'm like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it's such a good one. So yeah. it is my number three. So my number two, again, I watched all these I love all three of these movies. My number two is Christmas and Angel Falls. And I just thought this was magical and I loved it. And I thought it was sort of a fun take on the preacher's wife kind of story. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie uh, with Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston. Um, I prefer the Bishop's wife with <laughs> Cary Grant. <laughs> yeah. Both good. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's the same, same, same similar story. And I, I thought that Paul Green and Rich Boston had great chemistry. I really liked Bo Bridges as her guardian angel I loved the whole theme of free will, and I, I, I loved the ending so much. I must have watched it like 30 times, just rewinding back and forth, because I liked it so much, and because uh, <laughs> I'm nerdy like that, uh, but when they're kind of dancing, and she whispers in his ear that she loves him, and, and when he comes up to her in the church, and he's like, I've never felt anything like that. That was like all Christmases, all combined into one magical moment. And then she kisses him. She just goes for it. It was great. And she knows she's not supposed to. And I just loved it. I thought it was fabulous. And I didn't care about plastic flowers like Amber. And They were ridiculous. <laughs> they, they got those plastic poinsettias from the same place they got Aaron Krakow's wig. <gasps> for When Calls the Heart. <laughs> um no but i i just i just thought it was magical and i loved it and so yeah i have that at number two so rachel i love i love how much you love like the romantic scenes in them i appreciate yeah that's pretty much why i watch and i'm not kidding it's pretty sad and pathetic how much i rewatch those scenes because i like them so much okay if anyone's a hallmark fan everyone has reround and we watch the end don't sit here and lie we've all done it I'm never. Yeah. I would never. <laughs> that is such a guilty face. <laughs> Amber, what's your number two? My da, number da, da, da. two is going to come as a shock to you because this means that it's not my number one. <laughs> my number two is Miss Christmas. Ah. I'm right? I have no oh. idea what your number one is. I literally have no idea. <laughs> um. <laughs> And, you know, as I, I had given it a perfect score, and it is really close, but 
after watching the true perfect score that is Nine Lives of Christmas, and then seeing <laughs> Miss Christmas again, I realized it was not quite that good. I mean, it's great, but it's not, it didn't, it didn't win everything for me. So it got a revised score probably of like a 4.9. You didn't cheat on your list and pick a non-Hallmark for number one. No, okay. I'm not a, no. Good. <laughs> oh, no, that's not me. Can I, can I sidetrack just for a quick hot second? Because we already yeah. have so much on this episode. The fact <laughs> that Nine Lives of Christmas is your favorite Christmas movie cracks me up because it is the only one that my husband knows because it involved a cat. And I'm always like, Amber always talks about how much she loves that movie. And so does my husband. And I'm like, it is just hilarious to me. I literally not- bought eight copies to give to people at work because they are, they are like, I always talk about it and no one has any idea. It's not just your favorite Christmas movie. It's your favorite movie. Like Hallmark movie, correct? Yeah, it's not my favorite movie. but <laughs> favorite Hallmark movie. It's my favorite, yeah, it's my favorite Hallmark movie. Yeah. I love it. I just love it. <laughs> every time i watch it like i just go yeah this is it this is the one it is really <laughs> cute and it's cool because it's like the only one of the only christmas movies that's set in a warm climate it's when, not well, there's no fake snow or yeah any of that there nonsense. was even fake snow in the sweetest christmas that's set in georgia yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i rewatched the nine lives of christmas this year just because you've talked about it so many times <laughs> And it is pretty good, so. Yeah. Oh, it's it so is. good. It's oh. really good. Not as good as Training Christmas, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to fight about this again right now. <laughs> All right, so, Malls, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is A Gift to Remember. Um, I loved Allie Labert and uh, Peter. I liked the idea of the bookstore and the amnesia and... I was kind of skeptical, kind of like you guys when you did your pre-talk with the episode titles, like, eh, I don't know about this amnesia story, and then I ended up loving it. Like, I thought it was a funny movie, they were witty, their banter, I I just really, like, I liked them, and I liked their chemistry, and I was kind of glad that it was not his daughter and his wife when they showed up at the house, I was like, okay, this would be a real Debbie Downer, because I really liked them together, so... I liked the ending, and I liked him showing up at the bookstore with the dog. I thought that was super cute. So, I, I don't know. It was almost number one for me. It was super close, but I put it at number two. Very good. Yeah, very good. I think we were a little lower on it than we would have been if it hadn't been for Falling for Vermont. That it kind of yeah, burned us. in the, the preview. Fall. Falling for Vermont <laughs> burned us bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good pick. That one's really sweet. Uh, so for me, number one is Home for Christmas Day. I loved it. I thought it had such a great script. I thought he did a wonderful job writing these characters. I And I thought the cast was all up for it and uh, did a good job. I, I really, my, my favorite a part of it was the relationship between the mother and the daughter. I thought it felt really authentic the way that a mother and a daughter typically would talk. I think that a lot of times in these kind of movies, you know, it's just the, the shrill, overbearing mother and the rebellious daughter. But this was so much more, these were actually like, felt like people that had their own demons and their own struggles. And I liked their relationship and I thought it, it felt emotionally true to me. And I liked the romance, uh, both romances. I thought the ending was, was just the best. And uh, <laughs> I liked Anthony Connecty and uh, the girl and 
she even was a good singer in her singing part, I thought. And I don't know, I just, I just loved it. I, to me, it's about as perfectly executed a Hallmark movie as you could get. The script is great. The acting was great. And it just made you feel good. And yeah, so I loved it. <laughs> and one. you love Catherine Bell, so. I do love Catherine Bell. Catherine Bell's the Imagine best. Imagine a movie with Catherine Bell and Andrew Francis in it. You die. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> She's the, do you watch The Good Witch? No, Ever? I do not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like her. What can I say? I think she's I'm cool. not judging you for it. I'm just, it's just a fact. <laughs> it's like, you know, oranges are orange. Rachel loves Catherine Bell. <laughs> so, Amber, what's your number one? Very exciting. My number one. Do you want to guess? Too late. Um, it's a gift to remember. <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, I, words can't describe how much I love Allie Liebert. Liebert? Who knows? I love her that much that I don't know how to say her name. Anyway, but I really do love her a ton. Um, I'm so excited that the trailer for When Calls the Heart showed her in it. So, fingers <laughs> crossed she gets to be Paul Green's love interest. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, Peter Porte is possibly, like, perfect in handsomeness and charisma and funny. I love him. And then not to mention, we also had the fun little side romance of Mrs. Henley and Luigi, which was amazing. I knew you would love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously. It's the best part. Um, but it was so good. I really loved everything about it. It was fun. It was, you know, just just over the top enough because people don't, you know, really get to have fun, magical lives like that. I like, them a, I like my shows to be a little bit over the top. Like I like my Henry Gowans a little bit over the top. But um, yeah, so I just loved everything about this movie. Yeah, it's really good. Well, but it was, it was neck and neck, you know, with Miss Christmas. But mm-hmm. Wait, I'm not exactly so sure what made it. But ne- neither of you picked Switch for Christmas as your number one. What? <laughs> no. Poor Candace Cameron Bure. Didn't make anybody's top ten. I know. know. Poor gal. She'd make another. She'll get over it. (laughs) (laughs) To the bottom ten. I mean, you know, if she wants to come on the podcast and plead her case for Switch for Christmas, (laughs) I could be convinced. (laughs) I think that a song for Christmas might be on your list, uh, Amber. You give it a high score. It did have a high score, but it didn't. It was like a, a 12, like it mm. was right, right there, but it, it didn't quite make it. Cool. All right, Moz, this is the exciting moment. What's your number one? All right, ladies, number one, and I, I'm not ashamed. I've got Bramble House Christmas. Oh, oh it's a good Autumn one. Reeser. It really is. Okay, so Autumn Reeser was in Country Wedding like oh, a couple years love. back. Yes. I just fell in love with her. I think she is brilliant. I love every movie she's in. Um, and not to mention, they had the cutest little boy, Liam Hughes, from When Calls the Heart on there. I think he's just adorable. Oh, like, oh yeah. when he's talking about what people stop asking him, what he wants to be right? when he grows up. And he's like, no one's ever asked me that. I'm like, oh my God, where's the tissue box? Because yeah. this kid just stole my heart. Like, it was, it was really adorable. good. Normally, sure. I'm not a big, like, David Hayden Jones fan, but I felt like he did a good job as Finn. I, I did like their chemistry a lot, and Autumn Reeser, to me, just, like, stole the show. Like, 
I believed that she was a wholesome character, that she really loved her patients and loved her son. And I just, oh, it was such a feel good. Now, like you, Rachel, I have rewatched that ending quite a few times this year because <laughs> I've good. needed to pick me up. So yeah. uh, I just, I loved it, you guys. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, and you agree with film critic, esteemed film critic Alonzo Duraldi. That was his favorite, too. So there you go. Which just goes to show Miles has the best opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that is why you did have me on your show. Yes. True. (laughs) We took a poll of all our Twitter people and we said, "Mm, Miles, best opinions. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's hard. I... It's so likable, Bramble House Christmas. So I, I, I totally get it uh, why you would have it number one. That's I know really you cool. don't like the whole like caught in a lie scheme, but and they had a character named Molly on there, and we don't yeah. hear a lot of that. So she was kind of a B, but that's okay. I feel like <laughs> I just redeemed myself with my Austin top ten. So you did. Yeah. You you nailed it. Like yeah. let's clap for let's everyone clap for Molly's Yay! top ten. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Malls is top 10. I called you Molly, and you're not even in trouble. <laughs> you didn't put my middle name in there, though, so I feel okay. <laughs> Well, we thank you so much for coming on, and uh, and so hopefully you come on again, and we'll, maybe we'll be able to talk uh, one of the other seasons, or we'll talk 90s TV, or whatever fun stuff we can come <laughs> up with. Yes, I, I appreciate you guys very much having me on. I've been looking forward to it, and I love your show. Keep up the great work. I love listening. Um, so thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. And I feel like we both, uh, all three of us, had great top tens. So. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It was really fun. Like nobody put in uh, the perfect Christmas gift, so yeah. we're pretty good. <laughs> we're safe from romance at Reindeer Lodge. Yeah, so... <laughs> But thank you. We really appreciate it. And uh, where can people find you in your podcast? Um, you guys can find us at a uh, couple things podcast on iTunes, a uh, couple things And you can tweet us at couple things pod. And we're obviously on all the social medias, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Um, but yeah, definitely check out our website, couple things That has a link to basically everything we do. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, we will be in touch. Yeah, thanks, guys. Okay. Right. Bye. See ya. So we did have one movie we wanted to cover real quick. Uh, this uh, On this episode, uh, it was called Royal New Year's Eve. And this starred uh, Sam Page, uh, a, who's had an interesting uh, year at <laughs> Hallmark. And, uh, and, and it stars Jesse Shrum, who I love. And I think I've really loved all of her movies so far on Hallmark. She was in Harvest Moon, and, which I thought was really good. And she was also in uh, Birthday Wish, which I really loved. So I was actually pretty excited about this, probably more so than it deserved. Because <laughs> I love princess movies and Cinderella movies. And Channel Rachel's Reviews, I've reviewed eight different versions of Cinderella. And including just this week, I posted my review of Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff. So I just love, I love Cinderella. I do. And so I was excited, and I was hoping that it would be kind of up there with A Crown for Christmas, which is one of my favorites, but it was not, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not awful, but it's very generic, and the biggest problem was Sam Page. I, at first I was like, oh, he's totally killing it. He's really funny, because he comes to New York, I think, or Chicago. I can't remember where it is, but anyway, he comes to her city and he wants to like be free and just be Jeff for a week or whatever. And so he ends up 
meeting Jesse because his supposed almost fiance, girlfriend, whatever, uh, that has been arranged for him, uh, Isabel, is getting a dress made for this New Year's Eve ball. And uh, so he goes to her office and she does, she thinks he's just like a model, which Sam Page, why would you not think that? And so, <laughs> so she doesn't recognize him. And so she kind of, she, she sort of had this embarrassing sequence where she's like, just give me your, your portfolio or whatever. And you're going to, don't do that. Um, but, and so they have kind of a meet cute in that way. And but she doesn't know that he's actually the prince. And anyway, you can guess where it all goes from here. She ends up getting uh, hired by Isabel to design her dress. And the fashion was great in this. They did a good job. The dress was beautiful. And as she, she gets hired to make Isabel's dress, but her boss is played by Cheryl Ladd and she was way over the top evil. Maybe you'd like, you can like those kind of evil characters more than I do. She was very annoying to me. And she has this daughter who she, who's like, mom, what are you doing? You're being a jerk. But the mom is just like, why aren't you being more of a jerk? This is a competitive industry. Anyway, and <laughs> so the Cheryl Ladd character uh, pretend or takes a picture and makes it look like the Jesse Shrum character stole the design of the dress from another designer. So all this hoopla occurs. And I don't know, it just, they didn't have great chemistry to me, which is huge. And I don't know, I just didn't love it. It just wasn't that magical to me. It was very, and uh, it, was, it was probably the best of the six princess movies this season, but that's not saying much because they've all been kind of lame. So, yeah, I'd probably give it, mm, I don't know, two and a half, two and a half crowns. Yeah. It was pretty. I, uh, I abstained <laughs> from watching it. Um, and there were a couple of things. I think I have reached saturation on princess movies with British accent people and the country is something Ovia. Like, <laughs> I'm Ovia. That's funny. I just came up with that. Um, it just drives me crazy that that's the only kind of Eastern, I mean, like the only European yeah. country they have is some sort of Ovia. And they're always British accents. I mean, they, they, there's only British, formal British places that have royalty. Like, yeah. I can't even, like, I would, I would kill for a movie where they're, like, from, an, you know, they could, they could still be from Anovia. It's fine. It's just, they all are Ovias. But, um, <laughs> like, with a, with, like, a Slavic accent, how fun would that be? Mm -hmm. Or like Beautician and the Beast, or uh -huh. like a French accent, or something, or and or just or just no accent. They could just well, speak English. Well, and if you're gonna have a British accent, actually get somebody from England because that was one of the huge problems. Is Sam Page's accent was. Woo -woo. Yeah, it was too. It was too much for me. I mean, even like, in the trailer, I said no. <laughs> like, Crown for Christmas, Rupert Henry Jones is like really from England, and yeah, he's really good. And yeah, I don't know. It's too bad. Oh well. Royal New Year's Eve 
in my yearly ranking, not my uh, Christmas ranking, at 54. Um, just after Enchanted Christmas at 53, and Love at First Bark at 55. So there you go. There you go. So now I ended up the year seeing 71 Hallmark movies. So I have them all ranked, and we are going to do next week our uh, top uh, our top 10 uh, movies uh, of the whole year with Ruth Hill, our favorite blogger and interview extraordinaire. And uh, so that's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's going to be look, amazing. Yeah, Don't miss forward. it. It's, <laughs> it's going to be off the chain. <laughs> yeah. So let us know in the comments section or on Twitter or wherever what your uh, top uh, movies were of the Christmas and what you thought of World New Year's Eve. Let us know. So we have, yeah, we have Ruth coming up. And this weekend we have Love at the Slopes. It's our first at Winterfest. So hopefully that will be fun. And, and you guys, I am mad at you because we really dropped the ball on hashtag Paul Campbell for Winterfest. Um, yeah. What were we thinking? Do you know who's in Winterfest? Not Paul Campbell. Yeah. So I blame all of us. We are big time failures. We need to... We need to fix this. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just wrong. It's wrong. So, all right. Well, hopefully, it'll still be a cute movie, but it would probably be better with Paul Campbell. Everything's better with Paul Campbell. <laughs> yes. So, what we need to do, what we're gonna say, I think it's maybe too late for countdown to Valentine's Day. So, we're gonna say hashtag Spring Fling Campbell. All right, it's good. You got 240 characters or however many, I don't know, a billion. Yeah. You got enough characters. Just <laughs> plop that on like hashtag Spring Fling Campbell on anything. Just like yeah. you're tweeting about carrots, hashtag Spring Fling Campbell. You're, you're oh. like, oh, I really like Gouda, hashtag Spring Fling Campbell. Yeah, it'll, put it'll it catch on. Let's get it out there. All right, sounds good. And uh, we want to thank Malls again for coming on and helping us. This was so much fun. We had a blast. Yes, and, uh, make sure you guys check out their podcast. Yeah. It's really fun. It is really fun. And I'll have a link down in the description that you can check out, subscribe, uh, like her podcast, uh, and I'll have a link to her Twitter as well. And uh, so, Amber, where can people find you? Um, as always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Awesome. Okay, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on YouTube and iTunes, and I'm at Smiling LDS Girl on social media, so check that out. And this week on my channel, uh, on my other channel, I am doing all, a whole bunch of top 10 lists, so it's very exciting. So I have like my top worst movies, best movies, best scores, all kinds of fun stuff, so check it out. Awesome. Yeah, so, all right, well, we will talk to you all next week. All right, bye, everybody. Bye.